Hello and welcome to Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. My name is Andrea Lendy, author of the book and Bible reader and studier for over a decade. And I'm excited to share some thoughts with you about today's reading. Welcome to day 224 of Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. Let us pray. Oh Lord, thank you for your grace. Help us see your grace and love today as we read your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, Luke chapter 2 tells us the beautiful Christmas story. It starts with a census requiring that each person go to his own city or town and be counted. Joseph and Mary made the almost 100-mile trip to Bethlehem. Of course, we know there was no place for them to stay, so they stayed with the animals, and Mary laid the Messiah in the manger. God kept the story of the Messiah being sent for the lowly, going even into Jesus' birth. There was no one too lowly for Jesus to save. God shouted the birth of his son to the shepherds in the field with bands of angels. The glory of God shone to the shepherds that night, and the angels praised God, saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace among men with whom he is well pleased, men of goodwill of his favor. Let us praise God and give him glory today. We read about Jesus' dedication according to the law of the Lord, and then a sacrifice of two turtle doves for Mary's purification. This sacrifice continues with the theme of the lowly. Leviticus 12.8 says, If she is unable to bring a lamb for lack of means, then she shall bring two turtle doves or young pigeons, one for a burnt offering, the other for a sin offering. The priest shall make atonement for her, and she shall be clean. Again, God sent his son for all of us, regardless of our station in life, and he makes it abundantly clear through Jesus' birth. We can be thankful to him for considering us so long ago. Let's see what Paul has to share with the Corinthian church in chapter 9. He writes about how he and Barnabas asked nothing in exchange for sharing their teaching and preaching the word. They could ask to be taken care of, as was established in Deuteronomy. However, they don't. They work for a living, teach and preach, and make a way for themselves. They do not require help from the congregation in any way. Paul doesn't want to give anyone any reason to grumble or complain against him. Next, he writes about being sensitive to the needs of the people he ministers to. He says, to the Jews, I became as a Jew, that I might win Jews. To men under the law, I became as one under the law, though not myself being under the law, that I might win those under the law. Paul knew the ways of many of the people, and he knew how to behave in order to win them over to Christ. May we be more sensitive to the needs of others as we minister to them. Let's see what's happening with Job in chapters 19 and 20. Job responds to Bildad, wondering how he and the others could be against him. He tells them he is not aware of any error he has made that would lead to this kind of humiliation. And he starts telling them how God has walled him in. In verse 10, he said, He has broken me down on every side and I am gone. My hope has he pulled up like a tree. Then he said, He has also kindled his wrath against me and he counts me as one of his adversaries. Yes, Job is distressed. Even so, in verse 25, he said, for I know that my Redeemer and Vindicator lives, and at last he, the last one, will stand upon the earth. Job still counts God as God and knows he is the only one who can redeem him. In chapter 20, Zophar responds similarly as Bildad did. He stated the wicked will get their due reward, and he included Job as part of the wicked. Well, let's see what Psalm 43 has to teach us today. This psalm seems to be an extension of Psalm 42. Some of the same wording is used here in verse 5. Why are you cast down, O my inner self? And why should you moan over me and be disquieted within me? 
Hope in God and wait expectantly for him, for I shall yet praise him who is the help of my sad countenance and my God. The psalmist once again asks himself why he is so sad and then proceeds to tell himself to hope in God and to wait expectantly for him. He knows he will praise the Lord one day. Yes, no matter what is going on in our lives, God protects us and watches over us and he will cause us to praise him. Let us pray. Oh Lord, thank you for all you are and all you do. Thank you for sending your son to this earth to be the light and save us all from our sins. Lord, help us draw closer to you because you have done everything for us. Don't let us miss your love and your grace. Help us see and experience your wonder. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for walking this journey with me and being a faithful reader of God's word. I pray that he shows himself as the God who loves you deeply and cares about every detail in your life. Come back tomorrow for some more thoughts and insights as you read God's word.